Everyone, I am psyched to be back. I'm sorry for the delay, especially during the crucial playoff season. Um, I'm not excited for my fantasy team, but man, do I love the NFL right now. So we will do the normal little shake and bake here uh, as we go through uh, for uh, what's going on in the playoffs in the NFL. Go to our playoffs, recount what's going on. The championship is this upcoming weekend. Naptown Bowl is here. It's this weekend. We're at the end, so we'll get in a little bit of that, but... The NFL is straight bonkers. What you thought you knew, you don't know. Everyone that looked great is no longer great. Offenses all of a sudden died and defenses are taking over. And I will start with the Chiefs against the Chargers last Thursday. The Chargers go into the Chiefs, taking it all the way to the end. My boy Mike Williams Breakout game of the year, seven receptions, 76 yards, and two TDs to take for the Chargers to take one from the Chiefs with a last second two point conversion as time expires for the win 29 28. Right now, the Chiefs are still in the lead for division with the tiebreakers, but we still have two games to play with big matchups on the horizon. The Chargers. Uh, who do the Chargers play next week? Let's uh, take a quick look. But the Chiefs play the Seahawks, who had their own bungle boondoggle last week. And uh, so they have a tough challenge. And week 16, we have the Chargers playing the Ravens on Saturday night. So another big game is the Ravens are deep in this playoff hunt as well. So very exciting, a great game on last Thursday, which then takes us into Saturday. Texans, 10-4, and four, now in the two-seed spot after a win over the Jets, and man, that was not pretty. The Jets, 4-10, and 10, taking them down to the wire with a win 29-22. These Texans look like they're ready to stumble and somehow pull it out at the end every single time. They are 10-4, two-seed in the AFC. We will then rock and roll, and I will probably only do playoff teams because there's a bunch of poop games that happen. We will go to the Packers and the Bears. Uh, the Bears with their last, with the Packers with their last breath, going at a playoff spot, lose twenty four seventeen to the Bears with their defense taking over. The Bears seal up the NFC North with a monster game. And they now roll into with a chance at a bye week to at ten and four in the NFC. Uh, a very hard fought game. Aaron Rodgers looks terrible this year. Uh, there are some things to fix on that Packers team, but they are officially limited from lit from the playoffs. We'll go into those playoff ranking rankings here in a little bit. Uh, but we'll roll down to the Cowboys. Gosh, I love it. After the Eagles, part of the reason that was so hard to get on a podcast this week, the Eagles got robbed from that Cowboys game, and I will take that to my grave. Uh, the Cowboys get pooped on by the Colts, 23 to nothing. Colts still in the playoff hunt. Cowboys thought they could seal up the division that game. Well, here we go again. Let's see if they are going to, to blow this. They lose 23 to nothing, blanked in a time where they were riding high. 
The Vikings get a must-needed win, 41-17 against the Dolphins. Vikings at 7-6-1, hanging on to a playoff spot. Uh, they look vulnerable. We have the Titans strutting at the Giants. Titans 17-0. Titans still alive for a wild card, card spot as well. The Redskins scratching by the Jaguars, 16-3. Who knows who the Redskins starting quarterback is at this point? I certainly don't. They are trash. The Jaguars are trash. But the Redskins, 7-7, seven and seven, on the hunt for the last playoff spot, too. This is crazy. Who is going to take it? I don't know. The Ravens. Gosh, guys, I'm getting so pumped by this because it is so fun, and I'll get to why. I will leave the game. I am so excited about this to the end. But then we go to the Ravens taking the win with Lamar Jackson as starting QB. He can't throw the ball, but, man, can he run it. 20-12 to 12 over the Bucks. They are still alive in that last playoff spot. Man, what are we going on here? Seahawks could have sealed a playoff spot against the lowly 49ers that were going in 3-10. and 10. No! 49ers win in the rain, 26-23. Seahawks blow it. And they have the Chiefs next week who are coming in wounded, looking to that look like they could lose the number one seed overall in the AFC. That is a huge game. The Seahawks, who thought they looked like for a little there, were about to wrap up that five seed. Not so much. Not so fast. Here we go, baby. Taking it in to the last two weeks. Steelers! Go to the Patriots! Patriots trying to get a bye for this last week. The Steelers rob them. 8-5-1. Steelers win 17-10. to The Patriots lose. They are now in the third seed with the Texans moving up to the second seed. Last time Patriots weren't in the first round bye was 2009. This is not looking good. The Patriots look like they stink. I love it. Tom Brady looks old. I hate Patriots fans. I hate all of them so much. I will skip the next game and go to Monday night as the Panthers were officially eliminated as the Saints are stumbling through but still making it through games, sealing their division win, trying to get that home field advantage with the 12-9 win. It is not looking great for the offense that looks so powerful once upon a time, but they're still making it. They're 12-2. They're trying to get through here at the end, and then we get to my Eagles. They looked dead and gone. We find out. That Wentz is playing with a broken back the last two weeks. I was about to say the other nickname for St. Nick Foles. I don't know if I'm going to say it on this podcast, but you all know what I'm talking about. 30-23 to 23 Eagles over the Rams in L.A. That just happened. You know, Nick Foles looked great, but I'm going to be honest. Wentz looked just the same last week. No one noticed. We had a great game last week, but our defense gave it away. We barely have four starting quarterbacks. We have our number one cornerback right now is Sidney Jones, who was listed as our number four coming in the year. We are pulling dudes off the street, and they stopped the once unstoppable offense in the league, in the Rams, in L.A., in the Coliseum. Ladies and gentlemen, watch out. The Eagles are here. All of a sudden, we decided we were going to start actually scheming our defense. Thank you, Jim Swartz. 
I am pumped. I am jacked. All of a sudden, the team looks like they realize they were underdogs once again. The dogs are coming out. Meek Mill is out of jail. Philadelphia is back, baby. We are have the Texans at home next week, and I am feeling pumped. It was awesome. It was an awesome game. If you can't hear my energy, you are dead inside. Okay, on that note, let's look at the NFL standings. Gosh, I love football. Did I mention it's bowl season as well? And it's gambling season. It is fun. I love football. And here we go. The playoff playoff standings as of now because it is bonkers. I have gone through every scenario. I've looked through who's playing the schedule throughout, who is going to be playing for something at the end of the week. And we are going to be pretty close to... Uh, everyone having to play everyone at the last week. My dog is scared right now by my energy. So that's how jacked up I am right now. Um, okay, AFC. Kansas City is locked up with a guaranteed playoff spot. They're sitting as the one seed at 11-3. and three. At the two seed, we have Houston Texans not yet gar- guaranteed a playoff spot at 10-4. and four. Two seed. Then we go to the three seed. Not yet locked up a playoff spot. Nine and five. At the three seed. Four seed. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers right now leading their division at eight, five, and one. Followed by the five seed, Los Angeles Chargers, who are also the only other team locked up in a playoff spot at 11-3. and three. Right now, Kansas City has the tiebreaker. If they stumble, Los Angeles will then take that. Uh, and then, finally, at the sixth seed, we have the Baltimore Ravens, 8-6. and six. Right outside of the playoffs, we have at 7, Los An- the Indianapolis Colts. With the big win at eight and six, Tennessee Titans at eight and six, and then outside that, I don't think we have anything left. Miami Dolphins at seven and seven, and then ten, the Cleveland Browns six seven to one. That looked like they were Hugh Jackson firing away from getting in the playoffs because they lost a lot of early games with Hugh at the helm, and once he was gone, they started winning. And man, a lot of what ifs there. So this is going to be wild coming in. On a Saturday, we have the Chargers playing the Ravens. You don't think the Colts uh, Colts are uh, looking at that game? If the Ravens lose, they are in big trouble. The Colts finish up with the New York Giants at home next week, which should be a big win. And then at the Titans to finish the season week week 17. Sorry, we're reloading here. And then with the Titans, we have the Titans next. Of course, they finish up with the Colts. They are they are versus Red, they have the Redskins at home next week, which of course the Redskins are fighting for the playoff spot and then finish with the Colts at home as well. Very favorable to Games at home, except both teams are fighting for that playoff spot. The Ravens, of course, a hard game this week. 
They have the Chargers at the Chargers this week, which that's not a home game, and the Browns at home to finish up the year. Tell me the Browns wouldn't love to not finish with a losing record and destroy the Ravens here at the end of the year. So that is not a cakewalk. Guys, this is crazy. I I mean, who knows with the Patriots? Who knows with the Texans? Uh, this is an absolute battle for the end of the year. Now we go to the NFC craziness. The New Orleans Saints clinched a playoff spot with the divi- in the division 12-2 at number one seed right now. At number two, we have the Los Angeles Rams at 11-3. Number two spot have clinched their division and are in the playoffs right now. At the three seed, we have the Chicago Bears at 10-4. Clinch your division and clinch the playoff spots right now. Now, we have the Dallas Cowboys coming up next. Dallas at 8-6, leading the NFC East. They have, of course, I memorized this one. They have the Bucks next week, who have been very feisty, have been fighting all year. That is very losable, especially with Jason Garrett as their coach. Dallas could choke this away and tell me, tell me, this wouldn't be the most Dallas way to finish the season if they go to the Giants, who are out of the playoffs, and the Giants have a chance to keep Dallas out of of the playoffs. Yes, I see that happening. This is getting dangerous for the Dallas Cowboys. They they could seal the division. They need to one win one game. We will see what happens. Seattle Seahawks. Oh man, they thought they had it won going to the 49ers. Not so fast. Five seed, eight and six. They have, as I mentioned, Kansas City at at the Seahawks, they are underdogs. First time they have been a playoff caliber team underdogs at home. Then they finish at versus the Cardinals at home. That should be winnable. They can finish it up, but man, it could be very, very tight as a lot of teams look like they could be coming up at a 9-7 and seven finish, possibly. Then we have... The Minnesota Vikings at 7-6-1. That stupid freaking tie. They are half game in front of the Eagles and the Redskins right now. The Vikings are clinging on to hope. They have the Lions next week, which another feisty team on Saturday. Very It's a chance they could lose. And this is the big one. They have the Bears at home to finish the season with, with, I mind you, the Rams loss. The Rams are right now the number two seed in the NFC. They have a tough finish. If they have one more loss because the Bears beat them, they can jump them. The Rams... Finish off at Cardinals, which they should win, versus 49ers. But we've seen the 49ers are feisty, and the Rams are reeling right now. The Bears going in, if they win next week, finish off with the Minnesota Vikings. They play before the Rams. They have everything to fight for in that 1 o'clock game, and the Rams can lose that game very much so. And with a lot of teams breathing down their neck, there is a very good chance that will happen. 
at the never, number seven spot because of the tiebreaker, we have my Philadelphia Eagles with Nick Foles at the helm ready to come in. We have the Texans at home in Chile, Philadelphia next week, followed by at the Redskins. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. This is so entertaining. I am so excited for the end of the year. The Redskins have to go at the Titans and finish up with the Eagles. Guys, this is crazy. I am so excited for these playoffs. I am so excited for these Eagles. And if you can't hear it, again, you are dead inside. Okay, after that, after I'm calming down, we'll get to our fantasy playoffs. But guys, this is really fun. It feels like a lot of teams can win, and it's going to go into the playoffs where everyone looks beatable right now. Straight down the board. There's no dominant teams. Everyone looks flawed. This is what football is all about. All right. On to our fantasy playoffs. Here we go. Okay. Deep breath as I level off from that excitement. My dog is officially scared. We are good. Now we get to our playoffs. And I will do the two-week recap. So, of course... Two weeks ago was the first round of the playoffs. Jobby Well Done was on their bye. Of course, he scored 165. We'll get into why that looked really bad the next week. And Matt's Majestic Team was the other bye. We started off with Ryan Rowdy Boys versus Dalvin and Chipmunks. This one was not even close. Dalvin and Chipmunks ran away with it 135 to 90. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the late pickup, uh, wasn't enough for Ryan Rowdy boys. Uh, all the way down, they just got blown out. Uh, the other highest scorer was Devontae Adams on Green Bay uh, on that sinking ship. And DeAndre Hopkins, the other big score that was supposed to happen, only 11 points. Lamar Miller, only 13. It wasn't enough. Only 90 points scored. Why uh, Dalvin and the Chipmunks... Came in with a nice showing. Ezekiel Elliott, of course, that was against Philadelphia, 25 points. Uh, Kittle, who is, I heard was the, um, the only player with over 200 yards receiving. He's the heaviest player in NFL history. He weighs something like 270 pounds, which is insane because he is so fast. That was a big game, 30 points. Was able to carry him over uh, with a good win, moving on to the next week of playoffs. Then we had Cora's Inheritance versus the Real Hunter. Real Hunter stalled out. Cora's Inheritance, 133 to the Real Hunter, 114. Ben Rossberger had a good showing. Barkley has been an MVP candidate, a big day with 27 points. Adam Jones, 18 points. It was a very good showing for Coors Inheritance, uh, and it looked like the Patriots ran out on the real hunter. Uh, Tom Brady had 32 points, which is the big carry. Joe, Joe Mixon, 22 points. It wasn't enough, uh, especially when Melvin Gordon has been out. That's been big, and that was the tough one where Derrick Henry on the bench, who would have known, 47 points, that is a kicker, and that's why fantasy sucks so many times. So, that brought us up into this week. We had 
Matt's majestic team, or sorry, yes, Matt's majestic team against uh, Cora's Inheritance, and then Jobby Well Done versus Dalvin the Chipmunks. And I hate to say it, but the semifinals were kind of ugly. It was not a great scoring week for a lot of people. There are a lot of cancellations. And we'll start with Matt's Majestic Team versus Quarters Inheritance. 101 to 71, Matt's Majestic Team wins. Uh, this looked bad from the start on Thursday as Keenan Allen was pulled from the game from the get go. That's a big fat zero right from the beginning. It was not looking good, but Quarters Inheritance did not answer. Rosselsberger only had 19 points. Michael Thomas, the big trade chip, only 8 points. Tyler Lockett, which was also some controversy. I am sorry I never got back to you, Will, but if you accidentally dropped someone in the playoffs, I was a little busy, I never responded to you, but my point is, this is the playoffs. You can't make rookie mistakes like that, but obviously it worked out. He only got 6.6 points. And that didn't look well. Barkley, only 7.6 versus Tennessee. Adam Jones, only 0.8 points. It was an absolute disaster. But 101 is not a great showing either. And Matt's Majestic team pulls it out with Carson on Seattle looking like a man-child as he pushed in for that big TD. He had a very good game with 119 yards. Drew Brees really stunk it up. That was very controversial pickup. 6.92 points to finish it off. Yikes. Yikes, it yikes. It wasn't great. Christian McCaffrey, though, had 24 points. He's the first player since 1953 to have 50 yards rushing, 50 yards receiving, and 50 yards passing. That is a real fact. So that is fun. Um, but 24 points there. Uh and he was able to pull this out, moving to the finals. It was ugly, but it got the job done. Now, Dalvin and the Chipmunks for Jobby Well Done. Jobby Well Done was my pick preseason to win it all. I thought they were going to have it. They scored 166 last week. They were projected to score 146 this week to 127 in Dalvin and the Chipmunks. The final score was 124 Dalvin and the Chipmunks to 109. Jobby, well done. It was not great. Andrew Luck in that shutout win over the Cowboys. Only 9.6 points. What the heck? Mahomes in his loss still managed to squeak out 22 points. Juju Smith-Schuster, who was the big trade acquisition, who is killing it the last two weeks only scored six points against the Patriots. Mike Evans, on the other hand, 14 points. Amari Cooper, last week, destroyed it. Destroyed the Eagles. Well, the Dallas Cowboys were shut out this week. Only 6.3 points. But Josh Gordon, who had many opportunities to take over this game, not so fast, only 2.4 points. Kamara answered with 19 points. Ezekiel Elliott, 14 points, but not quite the 20 projected. He was been killing the last couple weeks. He was shut down. Samuels on pit. Who is the replacement for Connor? Great pickup. This might be the pickup of the year by 
Dalvin and the Chipmunks scored 18 points. That was the difference. Gurley still was able to get 23 points as he was hobbled. The two big players from the start of the year still carrying Jobby well done, but it was the rest team that let him down. Travis Kelsey, the other big name, only scored nine points. Or sorry, Gurley scored 29 points. Travis Kelsey only scored nine points. Kittle only six points this week. But Johnson... Arizona, who has been a dumpster fire, 17 points against Lindsey, who was another great pickup by Jobby Wilton. He was trying to pawn off everyone, scored only six points. Going out of the benches, this is the kicker for Jobby Wilton. Galladay, 18 points. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 17 points. That would have helped over luck. He's been playing Baker the last couple weeks. And then, of course, Williams on KC, who's been the replacement for Hunt, 27 points on the bench. Painful. Alshon Jeffrey, though, on the other side, did get 20 points. Big Dick, sorry, St. Nick Foles. I almost said it. I apologize if any women are listening. I'm sorry. Favorite target is Alshon Jeffrey, 20 points. And there you have it. Just like that. The heavy favorite going in, the number two seed, is knocked out by Dalvin and the Chipmunks. And we have set up our finals. Ladies and gentlemen, our championship, championship matchup, Dalvin and the Chipmunks versus Matt's Majestic Team. Then we have, then we have for third place, Jobby, well done. Core's inheritance. Of course, that is to make your money back in that bracket. So that is still a big game. So I will start with that. Uh, Core's inheritance looks like they're not even going to try and change the roster because, of course, Elliot's mad. But Jobby, well done's projected at 146 to 108. Um, Andrew Luck, 27. Juju Smith-Schuster, 15. I mean, really, I am going with Jobby well done here. I think these should have been the points that were scored last week. I think it's going to happen. It's a bummer, but you're still working to come out with money. And that's what we're going to do. I'm going to take Jobby well done over Cora's inheritance. But let's get to the championship game. Dalvin and the Chipmunks, number three seed versus Matt Majestic team um this is a lot of fun we have the midwest boys going after each other and i think it's fantastic so uh of course matt's majestic team has been the number one seed 11 and 2 regular season dalvin and chipmunk stumbled at the end at eight and five but they're here it's projected right now 133 Matt's Majestic Team to 124 Davin and the Chipmunks, and it is going to be tight. Let's start with the quarterback matchup. Mahomes at Seattle. Sunday night at uh, we have 31 points where Drew Brees versus Pittsburgh is projected 29 points. Should be heavily scored. They should be at each other's throats. That should be very interesting. First, wide receiver up, Mike Evans versus Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen hopefully will play. Um, not looking great, though. So that could be a major issue. And especially with what who gets picked up or filled in 
in that time. Uh, Keenan Allen going against Baltimore's defense. I don't love it. I think that'll change quickly. But the next wide receiver for Dalvin Chipmunks, Josh Gordon, don't love that matchup either. He has not been great, even though he's going against Buffalo. Their defense has gone up. Stephon Diggs against Detroit. I like that better. Zeke Elliott doing great. Christian McCaffrey is at Atlanta, though. Their defense is like butter. Ezekiel Elliott at Tampa Bay. They still have a stout line. Uh, I That advantage goes Christian McCaffrey. Samuels, New Orleans, they are playing really well right now. I don't love that matchup. Uh, Cohen for uh, the running backs, San Francisco, I love that one. Advantage, Matt. Kittle is fantastic, but it's against Seattle. Zach Ertz is going against Houston, and you bet he will be a safety blanket for Nick Foles. Vantage, Matt, tight end. Carson, Seattle running back against Kansas City. No defense. Yes, advantage because Johnson against the Rams. Uh, Rams have been pretty good about stopping the run, even though it's been bad lately. I think Carson still break out for another big game. Um, I won't go into defense and kickers because who knows will be there. But let's look at benches because I also feel like people can fill in. I mean, we have Alshon Jeffrey. That's a possibility of jumping on. Uh, that could be good, especially with Nick Foles uh, gunning it to him. Uh, Jameis Winston at Dallas could be another good one, but I doubt you would take Mah- him over Mahomes. Um, Pittsburgh defense, I don't know. Who knows what's going on with uh, the... Um, with, uh, sorry, the Saints, that could be another issue. Uh, so there's a couple fill-ins that might be able to happen with Dalvin and the Chipmunks. Matt, however, uh, has got uh, not a ton on the bench. So really his starters are going to roll with it and it's going to be filling that Keenan Allen spot. It's going to be great. I am going to take my pick. The championship goes to Matt's majestic team. I think they've been good all year. I think this is it. And I'm excited for you, Matt. I really uh, I think this is going to be it. And we will see what happens, guys. So I will try and get in during the Christmas holidays. Maybe I'll throw out a little sprinkling of Christmas Eve. Uh, we'll see if we know the winner by then and get that out there. Uh, I don't know who the Monday night game is. Uh, I'm going over everyone's teams and it looks like we yeah the Monday night would only be Denver's defense so we'll see if Denver's defense stays on there um and we might know the winner by um because Dalvin and the Chipmunk says Denver says we might know the winner by Sunday night so we will roll with that Merry Christmas everyone um I am not sending the email with the link we are going full podcast central I will try and keep going I love the Bulls. I love everything going on. This ended up being longer because I love the playoffs of what's going on in the NFL. It's fantastic. I'm going to keep this going, guys. The Bobcast lives on. Uh, I don't know if it'll be every week, but I'll keep it going through all sports. Uh, So wherever you get your local podcast, subscribe, rate, and review. This is real now. Tell your friends. Get on it. This is an Annapolis podcast. It's a lot of fun. We will keep trying. I know I haven't had guests lately. We'll keep trying to get guests on with this new app. We'll be able to call in. This has been a great time, guys. As all, 
We'll see you on the flippity flop.